for the latest news on money, politics, prophecy, and preparedness. And now your host, the editor-in-chief of ChristianMoney.com and the author of more than 30 books, Jim Paris. All right, hello, everybody. Welcome to the broadcast. Great to have you with us. Uh, what a crazy week, right? Uh, cocaine found in the White House. And of course, uh, you know, we can't speculate uh, whose cocaine that might be. <laughs> Uh, just a, a, a crazy week. Um, it's the dog days of summer, right? It's super hot out and uh, it's been raining here a lot in Florida, just kind of on and off. We're in that summer pattern where just a couple times a day, just torrential downpour. And uh, it's actually not terrible because it does cool things off a little bit, but uh, it does bring in a lot of mosquitoes, which I hate. I don't even mind being bit by mosquitoes or any of that. I, I don't like them touching me and then hovering away and touching me again drives me crazy. Uh, but in any case, I've been spending a lot more time here where I live, which is a fantastic uh, project here, uh, development in Palm Coast. It is the European Village uh, Shopping and Residential Complex. And man, this is a fantastic place to live. Uh, many of you know, I moved here as a result of my divorce. I was married for 36 years and my wife decided she wasn't happy. And so uh, she filed for divorce. And a lot of you have been following my story on that. So uh, and I'm writing the, my book about that. And there's some stuff in there that's going to blow your mind. But in any case, I was given a very short notice of our house being put up for sale and needing to move out. So I ended up here at your European village, which is just an awesome place. And if you follow me on social media, you'll see a lot of videos and pictures of me doing fun things here in the European village. So on the first floor, there's like, uh, you know, hair salons, massage studio. There are several restaurants. I mean, really good restaurants. And there's a ton of live music here. And my most favorite thing of all are the dogs. There's a lot of people here uh, that bring their dogs. And it's a super dog-friendly place as well. Uh, but I've been spending a lot of time just right here in my complex. And there's so much to do. Uh, Wednesday night, there's going to be an Elvis impersonator here at one of the restaurants some of these restaurants have just incredible food i i found this um new restaurant i guess they were closed for a short period of time change of ownership they make i'm not kidding you the absolute best burger i have ever had and the best chili i have ever had and it is the uh red white and blue uh restaurant and bar right here in the complex man just fantastic fantastic food and i've just been going down there it's like hey i'll take a bowl of chili and, and a burger and uh, what i've done is uh really cut back on how much i've been eating and i've been losing a lot of weight and this is just largely i'm not any on any special diet i've kind of cut back on carbs but what i'm doing is just reducing how much i eat 
And I'm just finding I don't need to eat as much as I have been eating. So when I go out for a burger like that, I cut it in half. I eat half of it and uh, half the French fries. And then I put the rest in a box and I take it home and I eat it the next day. And not only does that save money, but I don't need to eat that much. I almost think it's a rule when you go out to eat that you should just plan on taking half of that food home. Uh, because you just don't, you don't need these giant portions. I'm seeing more and more people and I might be the economy. It might be, you know, uh, eating better. I don't know. Splitting meals, you know, going to a restaurant and splitting meals. And, and you've got to do that at these places like Olive Garden and Outback in particular. I mean, the, the meal sizes, we've got a place here in town, the Metro Diner and how much food they give you. It literally could be split among three people at the same table. So I think it's just a great idea. Just get in the habit of, of splitting that meal in half, taking the other half home, save money and save calories. And I've been really enjoying my bike. Uh, my, my bike got a flat tire and I ordered the tube from Amazon. I got the wrong tube. So I ended up, uh, you know, a few days without my bike, but I'm back on my bike and, uh, I'm doing typically every day, 14 miles, but I'm looking to extend that. And it's not, I, I could do the more miles. I just run out of time because uh, I'm starting to get up earlier and earlier. So I'm, I'm tomorrow will be my first day that I'm actually going to be on the road by 6 a.m. on the bicycle. And that'll give me a chance to get in probably close to 20 miles tomorrow morning before I start my day. And I'm just loving riding my bicycle really enjoying it, except <laughs> I have to tell you this story. So this is on Saturday. I am not kidding you. This actually happened on Saturday. I'm crossing a, a street here and I slow down because I see there's a lot of cars at this intersection and I decide, you know, okay, I can cross it safe. There's a crosswalk there. Everybody stopped. So I start crossing the intersection on my bicycle and a car making a left-hand turn just guns the gas and is coming right for me. And they saw me and they slammed on the brakes and their car skid. You could hear it skidding. And it literally came within six inches of hitting me. I, I, I got my feet off the pedals onto the ground. I was bracing for impact. I have never been hit by a car on a bicycle uh, before or on a motorcycle. In any case, uh, I've, I've gone down on my bicycle a couple of times, uh, where I got, you know, pretty seriously hurt, but this would have been the first time I was hit by a car. And, and I'll tell you how close it was. It could not have been any closer without the bicycle hitting me. It, it could not have been. And the lady, the elderly lady driving the car, she rolled down her window and I felt so bad for her because she was so upset. And she said, sir, are you okay? Are you okay? And I was fine. And I was actually just happened so fast. I didn't even have time to get worked up or upset about it. And, um, I've had a couple of close calls and I'm super careful. I always wear all the neon colors and the neon helmet and all of that, but there's no way to 100% guarantee that you're not going to get hit by a car. You, you just have to, I've got a horn on my bike. I, I, I can, there's a setting on it that it's super loud uh, but I love riding my bike. And so my sister's saying, you need to stop riding your bike because <laughs> you're going to end up getting killed on your bike. Uh, I love the bike. I just love it. Uh, and it's, it's for me, the best kind of exercise. It's not super hard on my body, um, or my knees. 
And I like, if you have a good bike, like I do, I have a triathlon racing bike. I like the part where you can pedal, 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 and then you stop pedaling and it just sort of coasts and you can just kind of enjoy things. And here in Florida, you get out there super early in the morning, just as the sun is coming up and it's nice and cool, you know, maybe down in the seventies and there's a nice breeze because we're on the ocean here. Uh, but in any case, um, uh, getting back into the biking after a few days off. All right, let's get into tonight's uh, news. Inflation is cooling. It is. And I think the Fed has way overreacted with these rate hikes. And it really looks like interest rates have peaked and are going to start dropping. And a lot of financial analysts, including Morningstar, are predicting a major rebound to the real estate market by 2025. And let me reiterate my thoughts on this. My opinion uh, continues to be that real estate has to be looked at regionally. You can't look at it monolithically as one nationwide market. And I believe that in states like Texas and Florida and some other states are starting to pick up, you know, the inflow, Tennessee, the Carolinas, uh, even Georgia, it is the Southeast and Texas. If you can, you know, I'm not sure where you, some people call Texas part of the West. Uh, let's just throw Texas in there and the Southeast and uh, maybe exclude Louisiana and Alabama from that a little bit and say that that is where the people are going to. And I believe that as interest rates start to come down, we're going to re-enter an, an absolutely massive boom in real estate in the Southeast and in Texas. And I think that could happen, that the beginnings of that I already think are going to happen here in a matter of days or weeks. Uh, we're already seeing interest rates on mortgages, which have have gone up a little bit recently, but they're going flat and they're going to be plummeting. And I think by the first of the year, we're going to see a dramatic drops in interest rates. And this is going to open up the floodgates of people being able to move into uh, Florida, these areas that they've wanted to move into, that they've been holding back on uh, because of the higher interest rates, a little bit of, you know, headwinds, if you will, uh, you know, in the markets, even where there's a lot of people moving, there are headwinds, but there's a lot of cash buyers. I was out there on Saturday at some open houses, and I would tell you that right now in Florida, you're probably looking at like 50% of the people are cash buyers, at least from what I've seen. And those cash buyers are not affected by interest rates. And there's some great bargains to be had. We've seen a little bit of price decline here, even in uh, Flagler County, Florida, where I live, uh, north of Daytona Beach, with, this is a super hot area. But we've seen uh, some price softening. We're seeing sellers agreeing to pay closing costs and make other concessions. Uh, I really think that uh, we're going to see an incredible uh, second stage to this real estate boom, especially in Florida and Texas. All right, uh, Elon Musk is threatening a lawsuit against Mark Zuckerberg. And this is because of the new social media website called Threads. And what is it? So Threads is a competitor to Twitter. 
And so you might have read about it in the news this week that there's a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of celebrities, especially liberals like Oprah Winfrey has supposedly opened up a Threads account. And a lot of these, you know, uh, Twitter people that are leaving Twitter uh, are going over to this new Mark Zuckerberg Threads site. So my understanding is there is actually not a lawsuit yet where Elon Musk is suing Facebook and Meta and Zuckerberg. Um, the threat of the lawsuit apparently is based on stealing engineers. So um, the, the allegation is that Zuckerberg may have been poaching some former Twitter engineers uh, to build this competitor uh, to Twitter. And if that's true, then you have like a basic um, you know, theft of trade secrets type of lawsuit that could be filed. I personally, I, I did a video on this earlier today, and I personally think that the more social media companies that are out there, I think it's a good thing. I think people having alternatives is great. This doesn't really create any type of horizontal growth in the market, though, because we're just simply adding another social media company under the umbrella of Facebook and Meta, that also owns Instagram, right? So we're not really diversifying corporately here, but I do like the idea of more options. I don't have a Threads account. Not sure that I'm going to even bother setting one up, but I can tell you that what is exploding right now in social media, if you're somebody trying to build your business through social media, you've got to take a look at TikTok. Uh, TikTok, I'm telling you, I'm getting... I'm getting literally thousands of views on TikTok every day and it's blowing away everything else I'm doing on social media. And it takes a little bit to understand TikTok, to understand kind of how to work within that environment. Um, I resisted it for a long time, you know, Chinese owned, I don't moonwalk. It was all this kind of goofy stuff. But what I found is that people in my industry, people in real estate mortgages are using this like crazy uh, to build a following to be able to, you know, bring in clients. And it's all about, you know, putting out good content. If you want to build a following and you're a professional, the way to do that on any of these social platforms, but especially right now on TikTok, is to just share good information with people. Share information with people that can help them uh, to save money, to make money, uh, to help them to be smarter with their money. Uh, if you're in any kind of financial business, and okay, you're not in a financial business, you're a plumber, share plumbing tips. Uh, you know, anything you can do to empower the consumer and don't make it just all about yourself. Like, I'm a great lawyer, call me. I'm a great mortgage guy, call me. Those kinds of posts are not gonna do well. But share pe with people lots of great information, how-to, strategies, all that, and you're gonna build a following. And uh, you, know, you can make it mostly about your topic area, uh, but give people all kinds of great information. And I'm gonna give you an example right now. So I have a... A little ebook I put together, um, and it's called How to Move to Florida When You're Dirt Poor. And it's all of these strategies on how to live on the cheap, how to live affordably in Florida. Now, normally I had been selling that for 10 bucks, and it's well worth 10 bucks. It's worth $500. I mean, because of the information in it, it's going to show you some strategies you would never think of of how to move to Florida on the cheap. 
So what I'm going to do is this. I'm just going to throw this out there right in the middle of this uh, episode. Send me an email to jameslparis at gmail.com. Just put in the subject line, uh, move to Florida ebook, and I will send that to you for free. So there's just another cool example of how I can build an email list, how I can build a following is by giving away, uh, you know, information like that. And, and just so much going on um, with social media right now, everything is changing. You got to stay on top of it because from one month to the next, it's like a whole new landscape. I don't know if you can hear in the background, it is absolutely pouring rain right now. It is one of those like typical Florida rainstorms where it's coming down so hard. If I opened up my door here out uh, to the um, uh, to the market here to the to the Mercado, you would see. I mean, you literally wouldn't see any visibility. That's it's coming down in buckets. And hope that's not coming over on the microphone. Okay, so uh, in two in a week and a half, I will be in Detroit again. I loved my last trip to Detroit. Going back. I'm going to be in a two-day advanced social media seminar, and I'm super excited about that and to get a lot of great new information on social media marketing. And then also um, one of my friends is taking me over to Windsor, Ontario. Another friend is meeting me in Detroit. Uh, I don't know if we're going to go to breakfast or lunch. Then another friend and I are going to go to a Detroit Tigers game, and that's going to be a lot of fun as well. I'm literally the rain is like beating against the wall here uh, in my studio. I mean, it is just boom, 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 beating against the wall. Uh, so if you're hearing that in the background, all right. Uh, the student loan forgiveness deal is dead. You, you know that we talked about it last time. The Supreme Court has struck that down. So there is no student loan forgiveness. And the Biden administration is looking at like a plan B, like what else can we do to help borrowers? And they're looking at some other options for student loan forgiveness. But the one thing that they've already come out and said is there's going to be a 12-month ramp-up period where people will be allowed to sort of gradually ease into their student loan payments again. And there's a lot of talk about how this is going to affect the economy. And I think this is going to be super deflationary. That is, it's going to take a lot of money out of people's pockets because, I mean, I have clients, I'm telling you, where I see they have $1,000 a month or more in student loan payments. And this is going to just zap a lot of money out of the economy. So get ready for the payments to start in October. They're doing some kind of a ramp up where they're saying they're not going to report the late payments to the credit bureaus for 12 months, they're going to give people a grace period to get back into the uh, habit of making that monthly payment, but the interest will be accruing. So the interest will be building on there. Even if you're, you know, uh, in some kind of forbearance and you're not making the payment, it's not going to destroy your credit, uh, but this is going to have a huge impact to the economy. Okay. Talking about scams and we go back to this again. Uh, it appears that the most prolific scam right now in America is the Amazon text message impersonation scam. And I'm telling you, it's a good scam. I, I have come super close to falling for this because Amazon does actually send you these like confirmations about here's your two-step login and this and that. And they're telling you your product has been shipped. So we're used to getting messages from Amazon, but 
there are now uh, scammers that are doing super well with this, uh, using fake text messages to people's phones, pretending impersonating Amazon, and people are clicking on these links, giving up their Amazon password, giving up their credit cards. You got to be careful. If you get something on your phone or in the email saying there's a problem with your Amazon account, remember how we, we deal with this. Just delete the email, separately open up your browser on your computer or your phone, navigate to your Amazon account or use your Amazon app and open it up, go to your orders and see if there's a problem. Don't click on the link in the text or in the email. Just open up your browser and organically navigate into your Amazon account or through the app and see if there's a problem with one of your orders. There very well could be, and it could be Amazon texting you, but don't take a chance by clicking on one of these bogus links. All right, so I'm doing more and more mortgages for people where they are using their bank statements as their income. And this is for people that are self-employed that can't prove their income by way of their tax returns. Nothing nefarious going on here. This is simply people who get a lot of legit tax write-offs. And so at the end of the year, their tax returns don't really do justice showing them how much, you know, showing how much that they make. Um, so how do we get around that? We can use as little as one year of bank deposits. If you've been self-employed for at least a couple of years, we can use a year of your bank deposits to prove your income. And this is huge here in Florida where I live because so many people own lawn businesses and pool maintenance businesses. They're hairstylists, they're massage therapists, they're tattoo artists. They're doing all these kinds of like cash things and the bank won't touch them and they don't meet agency guidelines. So they can't go conventional. They can't go FHA. So they've got to have a workaround and that are these um, non-QM mortgages as they're called outside of agency guidelines where we can use your bank deposits to prove your income. If that's something you'd like to find out more about, just drop me an email, James L. Paris, James L. Paris at gmail.com. Put in the subject line bank statements and I am licensed also in a number of states outside of Florida. The FDA is being asked to look into Logan Paul's energy drink. Now, I don't know who Logan Paul is. I know that he's some kind of a huge guy on social media. I do not follow him. I really know nothing about him. But apparently he has this new energy drink, which everybody wants, and it's selling out everywhere. And the FDA is being asked to take a look at this because get this, one single energy drink, the allegation is that it has as much caffeine as six cans of Coke, uh, a Coca-Cola. We're not talking about Hunter Biden Coke here. We're talking about Coca-Cola. And honestly, I drink a lot of coffee. I mean, in the course of a day, I might have four or five cups of coffee, but that's over the course of a day. And I really wonder with young people how dangerous it is to get involved with these caffeine drinks, especially if you're, uh, you know, taking one of these caffeine drinks before a workout. Talk about putting pressure on your heart. I'm sorry for those listening on the audio stream. Just a little sip there of coffee to keep my throat uh, going here. Um, 
I don't know. I, I can't think this is good to be taking in this much caffeine uh, in one sitting. I mean, six cans of Coke as it, in one of these drinks. That's the allegation. So we'll see. All right. Speaking of supplements and things people are taking and doing with their health, I started taking a supplement about two weeks ago called Ashwagandha. Now, I'm not like a big, huge expert on these kinds of things, but um, it has really helped me. It is a supplement that is very popular, and it is known for its um, calming effects. So if you're somebody that deals with stress and anxiety or even sleep issues, man, this stuff works really well. And if you want to know which one I'm using, you can send me an email. I'll give you a link. Um, it's just sort of the best one on Amazon as far as reviews go. It's called Ash Waganda. And uh, someone told me about this about a month ago. And I did some research into it. And man, it is really, really working for me. It is a great stress reliever. I take it mostly at night. And I take it right, you know, sometimes I'll take an extra pill uh, right before bed and it really helps. And I'll tell you one other thing that is helping me right now with my sleeping. I don't know if this applies to anybody else, but when I go to sleep, obviously when you're sleeping, you're breathing through your nose, right? And I have this problem. I have this sinus issue where at night my nose gets all clogged up and, and I have, uh, you know, taken decongestants before I go to sleep, try different things, take a hot shower with lots of steam. But let me tell you something that has worked for me for years and I'm back to it again. And I think to myself, why did I stop doing this? I have a diffuser, which uh, you can buy on Amazon for 20 bucks. Again, I'll share the link with you if you want to email me. And I put a couple of uh, droppers full of uh, eucalyptus into my diffuser. And what it does is it sends out steam throughout the night with eucalyptus in it. And uh, even my ear, nose, and throat doctor says eucalyptus is fantastic. And what it does for me is it absolutely opens up my sinuses. I breathe so much better. I sleep through the night. I used to have, um, you know, I used to have sleep apnea. I had that machine. Uh, and then I lost a bunch of weight and I got off the machine and I honestly think had I learned about using eucalyptus in a diffuser years ago, I may have never had to go on to the, um, the CPAP machine. Um, but this is a great thing. And uh, people are even using this for their pets that have trouble sleeping at night. And yes, pets can stop breathing in their sleep just like humans. Uh, but I love it. I absolutely love the smell of eucalyptus. I put eucalyptus bombs in my shower in the morning. I love the smell of eucalyptus. And uh, I even carry a little bottle of it around. If I'm feeling a little bit stuffed up, I'll take a little drop and uh, put it on my fingers, wipe it on my nose, and it just seems to clear up. So eucalyptus in a diffuser, that's also working for me very, very good. Okay, now, uh, cryptocurrency and Bitcoin and what's going on. Bitcoin is looking very strong. Take a look at the technical charts. Uh, now's a good time to take a look at putting money into Bitcoin. If you haven't been following, following it closely in the past year, Bitcoin is up 40% in the last 12 months. 
Now, I know some of the naysayers are going to say, yeah, right, but it went down a lot, so it's coming back. Hey, it's up 40%. It's over $30,000. And all of the you know gloom and doomers, it's going to drop to zero. It's going to drop to a dollar. It's going to drop to $5,000. No, Bitcoin has rebuilt support. It's over 30000 It is up 40% in the last year. And I think cryptocurrency uh, is is going to enter another boom phase. And I'm hearing a lot of buzz online about three cryptos other than Bitcoin. Of course, Ripple XRP, I think that is a very strong buy. But I'm also seeing a lot of buzz about Cardano and Monero. So those are kind of the other two that I'm seeing a lot of buzz about. And people are asking me, uh, you know, about buying Ripple. You know, where can I buy Ripple? Because it's not on Coinbase anymore. You can't buy it on Coinbase. I, I think you can still store it there. You can still move it over there. But but let me tell you the one I use is called Uphold. Uphold is a great site. Um, I don't know if they still have it, but when I had a lot of money with Uphold, they used to have a uh, a debit card, a MasterCard, where you could actually get money from an ATM off out of your cryptocurrency. But I still like Uphold. I, I think it's uh, it's a great place uh, to have crypto. It's a great place to buy Ripple XRP. All right, that's all I've got for you this week. Thanks so much for joining me, those watching, those listening. Man, the uh, I'm telling you, the downloads are just starting to really go through the roof. We're getting a lot more international listeners online. I mean, I'm talking about like people are listening like crazy all throughout Europe, even in the Middle East, uh, people are listening. And uh, if you want to find out all the different ways you can listen and download and get our archives, hundreds of episodes available at no cost to you, check it out, Jim Paris radio.com jim paris radio.com thanks so much for joining us this is jim paris i'll talk to you next time so long everybody <laughs> <laughs>